Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, everyone, and happy Tuesday. I'm so excited to be with you here. I hope you're having a wonderful beginning to your week. I want to let each and every one of you know a couple of exciting things. Um, first, I have super amazing, wonderful things in store that I will be making big announcements about in the beginning of December, but I am working out ways to better serve each and every one of you because I'm hearing so much through my messenger and when I'm out and about, about how much watching my videos has been transformative for people. So I've a lot in the works to get you that content that I know is making a difference in your lives. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I am going to have a sale over Black Friday all the way until Giving Tuesday. There will be different specials every day of those four days. And you can save 20 to 25% on selected coaching products. I do have digital slash virtual coaching products available. So it's asynchronous. You can do the workbook and then get support in the form of submitting a written feedback form and um, video or podcast feedback on your questions. So <clears throat> that is a perfect option for people who are super busy and can't, you know, maybe even not in my time zone because I do actually have clients in my orbit right now from all around the world and want to be able to offer what I have to offer to everybody who is looking for mindful dating, who are looking for self-leadership in their marriage, who are looking for self-leadership in their career. So if that's you, I have stuff for you. But here's the thing. If you do want to work with me in a face-to-face -face or on a Zoom session, so in a private or group session, it will be important for you to hop into a clarity call or a quick connect or to submit an application in order to be able to take advantage of the sales that are coming up over Black Friday through Giving Tuesday. Because of that, um, if you're interested, just drop interested in the comments below and I will send you links that you need to get started. So there's that. But today I want to talk to you about something really important and it's, it's striking so many people right now. It's DFS. It is a terrible, terrible disorder. It's striking, especially women, especially between the ages of 35 and let's say 60, it affects some men as well, but it's more likely to be women. And you will notice this, these following things. If you're one of these women, um, you will notice that you're getting really annoyed with dating apps and you're kind of wanting to rip the face off the next person who asks you how your love life is going, or maybe even the person who tells you you need to smile more. Maybe you find yourself going out on dates primarily so you don't have to do things alone. You don't, you're not really hoping that you're going to have a romance with anyone anymore. You're no longer thinking this is going to be your forever partner, but you just don't want to be alone. So you're like kind of settling. 
Or maybe you're thinking about settling. Maybe you're thinking about settling, not just for this date, but for your whole life, because you think that the person that's going to make you truly happy isn't available. And maybe you just give up altogether. If so, you, my friend, have DFS. That is dating fatigue syndrome. Dating fatigue syndrome is something that definitely, no lie, so many women that enter into my mindful dating program will say, yep, I have, I have DFS, dating fatigue syndrome. It is no lie. I definitely have that. And what my mindful dating program can do 100% is help cure DFS. But before we get to the cure, let's talk about what causes it. Because you might think it's just a matter of, oh, just purely being single. But it isn't actually about purely being single. Because if it were, my mindful dating program wouldn't help so much. Because it's not during the mindful dating program that people typically meet their partner. It's during the mindful dating program that they attack these causes of DFS, which transforms how they approach dating, and that's how they meet their partner. So the first problem or the first cause of DFS is reactive dating. And that is when you let other people, past or present, influence your dating choices. It could be that your mother's bad advice is still guiding your life. It could be that you're listening to magazines or whatever you're seeing in pop culture. It could be that you had a terrible ex and so you never want to date somebody with brown hair and blue eyes ever again. Whatever it is, that's kind of, that's reactive dating. It's possible that also a, one of the things in reactive dating is that you're staying vague or you're focusing on the one or the one who got away. You are so caught up in your fantasy life in reaction to that bad breakup you had that you can't really commit or or even sort through what it might take to make a relationship work for you. Maybe you go out on dates and you get extremely reactive when it doesn't go well. And this is a significant problem that a lot of a lot of my clients had before they came into mindful dating is they have a bad date and that makes them want to give up on dating. They may give up for six months. They may give up for a year, but they definitely go back to it at some point. They don't really give up forever. They eventually date, but they just get super demoralized. They think it will never happen for them. They feel bad about themselves. They think no one will ever love them and they get pretty reactive after a bad date. Another sign of reactive dating is when you spend so much time on inner work that you never actually get around to dating. You just sort of think you're going to get perfect before you date and you need to have it all all together. And the reality is nobody's perfect. We're all works in progress. And you're going to need to learn how to do that work throughout your life and alongside a partner. So reactive dating, that's what it looks like. And that's a huge cause of dating fatigue syndrome. The other problem or another cause of dating fatigue syndrome is taking a shotgun approach to dating. And that, you know, that really creates fatigue because you feel like you don't know what you're doing. You feel like you don't know what you're looking for. And you're right. You don't know what you're aiming for. You have no guidance in terms of like a framework or a system to know who will be a good partner for you. What are the personal characteristics that you need in a partner? What behaviors do they show up with that are going to meet your emotional needs? You might not even know what your emotional needs are. You might not even be able to really clarify, oh, this is what I want to feel with my partner. And you're not necessarily sure what you bring to the table. So you don't have enough 
clarity and confidence about your own value, truth, and strength, to be able to stand in your value, truth, and strength and say, this is who I am, what I have to offer. The right person is going to be so lucky to have me because they're already looking for me. And trust me, there is someone out there looking for you, but you have to be able to sort of dig out those values and your strengths and showcase them in the right way so that the person who's looking for you can find you. And if you aren't clear about what you're aiming for, you don't know what you bring to the table, and you're not really clear on your emotional needs, you're going to be taking this shotgun approach, maybe um, focusing a lot on red flags instead of green lights, because you don't even know what a green light for you would look like. So taking a shotgun approach is another cause of dating fatigue syndrome. And part of the reason that this is such a huge cause of dating fatigue syndrome is that people are taking a shotgun approach because you don't have a way of knowing. You can't really assess within 15 minutes to 90 minutes of knowing someone whether they have potential. So you end up spending three hours on a first date and going on like eight or 10 dates with somebody and then realizing that actually it's kind of a shit show and you don't want to see them anymore. That gets you really fatigued. It gets you super fatigued. And the three-hour first date, you're only going to go on a few of those before you realize that is just too much. So in that shotgun approach where you don't have clarity, you end up wasting a lot of time, investing a lot of energy in somebody that turns out not to be um, actually likely to bear fruit for you. So that's why the shotgun approach leads to dating fatigue syndrome. The second problem that leads to dating fatigue syndrome is poor planning. So in poor planning, people tend to play the short game and they really focus on not like, hey, I really want a partner or I want to get married or I'm looking to start a family. They look for someone that they would be willing to have another date with, just that one other date. When they go on a first date, they put all of their energy into getting the second date instead of spending their energy determining whether the person across the table from them is partner material or whether the person across the table from them is aligned in what they're looking for in a dating situation. People with poor planning also tend to date sporadically. And sometimes they also have that, that first problem of reactive dating. So they're likely to date three or five times, go on dates with three to five different people. And if it doesn't work out with those people, they give up for another six months. And that sporadic dating, they kind of lose momentum. They don't have like a sense, they actually can give into a sense of um, scarcity. So they don't have a sense of abundance. There's always more out there. There are more potentials. If it doesn't work with this person, I'm sure I will find other people to date and there will be somebody fabulous for me. So they tend to date sporadically and they're not consistent in their efforts and they, they don't really have a game plan. And this last piece, this one, ooh. This one, so many people do this and they think this is the way, they think this is the way it goes. And I can see why people would think this, okay? They want to start out as friends. And if you've ever thought, I want to start out as friends, my partner, you know, I, par I want my partner to be my best friend. Here's the thing. When you start out as friends, what you're doing is you're sort of not giving hundred percent of your attention to ascertaining whether this person is actually partner material. It's a way of having your cake and eating it too. It's one foot in, one foot out, and it lacks full commitment. 
and I, I've talked about the, you know, finding a needle in a haystack many times. So I'm not, I'm not going to belabor that point. If you have questions about that, let me know and I'll find another, another video and I'll pop a link in the comments below. But when you think that you're starting out as friends, you have one foot in, one foot out, and you're spending a lot of time with someone that you don't have clarity about to begin with. You're going to develop an attachment to this person, whether they're right for you or wrong for you. I mean, this is what humans are built for. This is how Stockholm syndrome happens, right? So Stockholm syndrome is when someone who is kidnapped develops a bond to their kidnapper. That's also a trauma bond. That can happen because humans are wired for connection. It's what we're wired to do. So when you start out as friends, you spend a lot of time with somebody, you develop an attachment to them. And if you start out as friends and you develop that attachment before you're very clear that they're a safe person for you to attach to, before you're clear that you're on the same page, you run a really high risk of starting out with friend, as friends with somebody who isn't going to be a good long-term investment for you. Then you're going to have a breakup then you're going to be brokenhearted, then you're going to be more likely to do reactive dating. And then you're going to keep having dating fatigue syndrome. So dating fatigue syndrome is a serious thing because when it hits you and you do all of these things, you're really reducing or minimizing the part, you know, the time in your life when um, you would be able to find your partner. Um, I'm just going to wait for the dog to stop barking. Sorry about that. Um, oh. <laughs> I keep thinking she's going to stop. She's not going to stop. She's just going to continue. Okay. So when you have dating fatigue syndrome and you give up or you don't put, put yourself fully in it, <laughs> she, when you get oh, seriously, <laughs> when you get dating fatigue syndrome, it makes it very unlikely that you're going to find an amazing partner. And that is what you deserve as an amazing partner. So what are you going to do? What's the solution? Well, the solution is simple, but it's not easy. There are three things you need to do. Step one, you need to become self-led. When you're self-led, you are standing in your confidence. You know your values, visions, and goals, and you're very confident about what you bring to the table. You're very confident about the legitimacy and validity of your life vision and your goals for your next chapter, and you know that you have what it takes to get there. You know exactly why someone would want to partner with you because you have plans for an amazing life. Step two, get profoundly clear profoundly clear on what your emotional needs are so that you have a clear sense of what it takes for someone to meet your emotional needs and what you need to look for and how to assess for someone's capacity to be emotionally available. You also want to get really clear on what you want to create in the next chapter of your life so that you know what it is you're inviting someone to do in this partnership. Step three, use proven strategies. I used to think that dating was a matter of luck and chance. And I suffered from DFS like nobody's business because I did all of those things I just told you about, probably a lot, a lot of other dumb things too. But when you use proven strategies, what you do is you, you take all of 
your intellect, all of your ambition, all of the talents and skills that you have used to create professional success in your own life, and you use those to create relationship success for yourself. You have what it takes to be successful in love because you have what it takes to have a career and a profession. And I know as women, we get told we have to pick between the two, but that's not true. What we need to do is use the same skills that we're using in our career and professional life and apply them in our relationship life. And that looks like using proven strategies. And as luck would have it, all three of those things are covered inside my Mindful Dating Intensive, which is now available in a virtual version. At any rate, those are the three things that you need to tackle if you want to recover from DFS or dating fatigue syndrome. And when you do, you'll be like my client, Nicole, who I had an interview with just a week or two ago. And that video is up inside my sold out coaching group. If you'd like to take a look at that, you'll be like Nicole, whose friend who referred her to me tells me all the time, oh, you should hear Nicole. It's like night and day difference. Oh my goodness. So you will recover from DFS. You'll have energy. You'll be ready to go out there and find your partner and you'll have the energy and the processes and the strategies to get you what you're looking for. So I'm really curious how all of this sits with you. I would love to hear a comment from you, questions about DFS. Love for you to actually, if you're comfortable with it, share your own story about DFS and how much of a drag dating is getting to be for you. That's what I have. Have a beautiful rest of your Tuesday. Take care. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.